Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Finks. We're back, man. Episode 256. Yes, sir. And we just watched epi- uh, episode. We just watched Super Bowl 56. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to, to the is Chiefs. Is it 56? Huh? It's 56? Or is it 57? I think it's 57. Yeah, hold on, fellas. You got to get that right. Yeah, I believe it's 57. Hold on. Hold on. Well, fuck it. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl. Um, takeaways. Uh, shout out to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Um, Patty Mahomes. Not a fan of them. My Niners lost to them in 19. Um, but, you know, I said, you know what? Fuck the Eagles. You know, we lost our quarterback. They won that game. This was our year to win. This was totally the Niners' year to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know you don't want to hear about the Niners. So <laughs> let's just go into the game. Very close game. Was it 35-37? Uh, 38. 38, tripping. Mm-hmm. 35-38. Mm-hmm. Um, close game, big plays. Um, Mahomes' leg was fucked up. For some reason, he didn't want to slide or go out of bounds, but he's got a lot of grit, and he's a tough He's a tough motherfucker. He's got at least two more Super Bowls than him for sure. Travis Kelsey uh, played. He might be able to catch Brady, man. At the rate he going. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about know. that. Brady Brady has how many? What seven? I think he got seven. Yeah, Brady has seven Super Bowls, man. So yeah, that's high praise. And how old is he, dude? Like twenty eight. Uh, he's been in the league what five years? Five years now. So yeah, so he's somewhere in there. Twenty eight, twenty nine. I mean, at, at, at that position, you could play a long time if you stay healthy. Yeah, and he he throws the ball. It's not like he running around. Right. He runs around, obviously, but he's. Like primarily, like moving out of the way of defenders and stuff. Yeah. yeah. By the time he, by the time he gets older, hopefully he'll go into fucking puberty. Because right now this shit don't sound sweet. <laughs> like, I want to thank everybody for like sticking to me, you know, and, and Coach Andy Reid and you know <laughs> Travis Kelsey is just getting out there. My wife and my brother and you know it's, it's just been a great game, man. And he, he's, I just thank everybody in, in the Chiefs Nation. Thank you. <laughs> like nigga. If you don't get Black Kermit the Frog the fuck out of here, and then you got Kelsey is the blackest white boy in the whole NFL. Yeah. Like, I didn't see none one of y'all. I'm like, nigga, stop. Yeah. All right. All right, Kelsey. You just, you're laying the black on a little too thick. I know it's Black History Month. Yeah. You got the Robert Downey Jr. going on. Yeah, yeah. right, right. If you don't get your Tropic Thunder, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I bet you like it's going to be like a Super Bowl party. Like this is totally, it's Black History Month, so this nigga Kelsey probably just knocking down nothing but black women right now. <laughs> That's how he's celebrating, knocking down a bunch of black women? Yep. He's like, this is how I celebrate. I ain't seen now one of y'all get with these black women. <laughs> <laughs> That was crazy. Yeah, hell of a fucking game. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, it was a great game overall, especially <clears throat> as as uh, you know, pretty. Uh, I don't know. I, I started to kind of lean towards the Chiefs. Uh, just you know, I like seeing uh, history be made. I like seeing um, you know the the new guard, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, you know, when you when your team is not in the Super Bowl, the best thing that you would want out of a Super Bowl is a competitive game, and that's pretty much what we got. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we got a we got a competitive game, and it was fifty seven, like I had said earlier, before, but I said fifty six for some reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, Super Bowl fifty seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Keith, I'm not great with Roman numerals for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, I as letters, we used to numbers. It was letters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah did y'all see? Stupid. Y'all seen Super Bowl L V I I K W Y yeah. nigga? That's I seen a great game. Super Bowl Louis Vuitton too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see Super Bowl Alexander McQueen? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, funny. Nigga, Super Bowl Balenciaga gonna be hard, bro. That nigga kind I'm the Roger Goodell of the fashion industry. Yo, Kanye literally disappeared, man. We don't know where he at, huh? We don't know where he's at. This is the first time he has disappeared in over th- in 20 years, man. And nobody ha- nobody's heard from him? Nah, I mean, he's You mean chilling. like out in the Like the in the public. Eye. The public eye. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Like he's chilling. I but guess there he was, got married. There was, yeah, there was some people that were saying like Kanye been gone for like two weeks, but- you know, it's just tabloids and stuff, so who knows? He gonna come out with a new song. She take my money. <laughs> like this nigga. Uh, you know what I was thinking when I went to the uh, restroom just a minute ago? Um, yeah, shit. You know the the OG version of like sitting on the the toilet with your phone was reading a newspaper, like reading. Oh a magazine. my god! You took my fucking <laughs> bro, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, you yeah. literally took the thought from my brain. Yeah. Because earlier when I was in a restroom, it's that piece of that it was shoved into there. Sitting on the side. It, was, it had to be an elderly man taking a shit in that bathroom. Yeah. Because literally, like it we use our phones now. Man, yeah. it's weird yeah. that you brought that shit up. Yeah, I was thinking that. Doo-doo particles all on that newspaper. Yeah. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Or they used to have the magazines back, like, underneath uh, the counter in the bathroom or something. I don't fuck with... I try not to fuck with my phone at all when I'm on the toilet just because I'm shitting. I don't want to deal mm-hmm. with it. But if I get a phone call or something, I like to have my phone near me, mm-hmm. but I don't like to be playing on my phone or looking through... Like, I don't need to look through the internet while I'm shitting. Yeah. Because I have to wipe my ass, you know? Yeah. So I don't want to fucking, you know, do that. No. Some people, <laughs> I be sometimes I have it on there, um, but then I'll just like uh, you know after the wi- after the wipe happens, that's when you don't touch your phone again. But some people will wipe and then pick their phone up and then scroll through it some more and then Ooh. wash their hands and it's just nasty, they nasty just got, process. They got shit particles all yeah. over the goddamn yeah, phone. Doodle on your iPhone, nasty. Doodle phone. Yeah, <laughs> iPhone shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah yeah but uh, also another thing was that grass. If you the guys grass. watched the game, you seen players slipping all over the fucking field, man. Yeah, horrible. But here's the story behind the grass. Mm-hmm. The grass is Super Bowl Fifty Seven has been years in the making. Uh, Glendale, Arizona. Be warned when you're watching Super Bowl Fifty Seven on Sunday, you might get the urge to take out your driver take take out your driver for a few swings. Hmm. So I'm I'm guessing they use like golf grass. Uh, that's because the grass at the Philadelphia Eagles and, T- and Kansas City Chiefs will play on inside play on inside State Farm Stadium will be the same turf uh, on which you play 18. This is fucking dumb. I know this is dumb. Golfers don't play high impact. They don't. They don't cut. They don't backpedal. Hmm. So whoever came up with this was fucking stupid. Anyways. Um, the turf is, is Tahoma 31, and it's among the newer breeds of grass that have been de- developed with the funding of the United States Golf Association. Tahoma 31 is a mix of two types of Bermuda grasses and rye grass, and it was developed at Oklahoma State University under the watchful eye of Dr. Yanki Wu, who started the process of creating Tahoma 31 in 2006 when he crossed the China Bermuda grass and African Bermuda grass. 
A year later, the seeds were harvested and the grass was tested and studied all over the country until 2018. The result was a grass that's good enough for the Super Bowl. It's a high-quality grass compared to the other Bermudas, has better tolerance for cold drought. Uh, it uses 10% less water uh, disease and wear and recovers better from traffic, said Cole Thompson, a director of turf grass and environmental research at the USGA. Well, I'm sorry, USGA. This is not the United States Golf United States Golf Association. This is the fucking NFL, and we've seen a bunch of NFL players mm-hmm. slipping all over the field because you suck. You guys spent all that fucking money on that grass. Who's mm-hmm. still in the money, dude? Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm trying to find the price. What did your brother say it was? It was, yeah, was eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand dollars for this yeah, shit. Yeah, eight hundred thousand. You guys ripped them off. These players could have snapped their legs up. Yeah, it's so stupid. Like, mm-hmm. and it's something. And the players had to take all of their cleats off and change their Everybody cleats. Was changing cleats, putting brand new cleats on. You know how embarrassing that is. I, I guarantee you that. The dude that that came up with this grass is somewhere hiding his tail. Yeah, because Wu. Yeah, the, whatever his name is. Yeah, the only Wu we trust is Wu Tang. That's right. Wu Tang yeah. Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this is absolutely. It was atrocious watching some of these players slip and fall early too. Early and mm-hmm. and mind you, they were slipping in places where there was no traffic. Mm-hmm. See, if, if there's heavy traffic in the middle of a field and someone slips, I guess that makes sense because there's been so many other players in that area that have been running mm-hmm. that they've stripped up the field. Mm-hmm. But when you got a clean part of the field and people are slipping, dude, mm-hmm. oh, no. So I think that now what they need to learn is don't use fucking golf grass. Because the, the dumb thing is golfers and football players don't even use the same cleats. So what metric are you using to determine – that these cleats that are not football cleats would like work in the NFL. I don't even know. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, I don't get it. That but it's hard because this is a, a vote for turf, right? Right. You know, because you know, a lot of players, um, and I don't know how true it is or you know, false or whatever. I don't know if there's some real science behind it. It's probably just a feeling, but guys like Odell Beckham are saying that they need to be playing on real grass because, you know, he essentially tore his ACL playing on turf and a couple other athletes. So um, it seems like a vote in the direction of playing, like playing with turf because Phoenix is one of the few actual outdoor stadiums. You know, a lot of these, um, uh, a lot of these stadiums now have uh, completely turf field. So it's going to be interesting to see like the aftermath of, of this Super Bowl. I will say it didn't seem to have, like, cost anybody to gain. You know, it was people slipping and falling, but it didn't seem to have, like, a, a huge impact as far as, like, you know, somebody getting ready to make a tackle and they just right. completely slip or something like that. Right, so right. I think that that's, uh, you know, that, that bodes well for, for this. But, um, you know, I don't know. This is weird. Like, all the science they put behind it and, you know, all that science and there was no, like, actual playing on it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. The only playing information they had, because it, it didn't reference them using it on a football field, mm-hmm. is all the research is from the USGA. Mm-hmm. So it's like, come on. I I don't get I don't get I don't the, get how they allowed them to get away with this shit. The only thing that I know about golf grass is that it looks good. It looks very well. 
Very yeah, good. outside of that, like I don't know how well it holds up. I like the little checkered marks they put on it too. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool how they they cut it diagonal and then the other side. Oh yeah, way. yeah. I'm like yeah. wow, that's, yeah. that's 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 one good looking golf course there. Yeah, people take like real good care. Like they really, like it really matters. Oh, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this: shine bright like I'm pregnant. <laughs> Rihanna was pregnant. Yeah, she had to be pregnant. Yeah. Either she was pregnant or she had a big meal before she got up there. <laughs> what she eat? Uh, some jerk chicken. S- some tacos. <laughs> some tacos. Shine bright like a torta. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I don't know. It's, it's it's interesting to me how um like pregnancies are like that's like a it's like a reveal it's like a moment for right, celebrities right. I don't know that's, that's interesting to me and the amount of energy that people put into it is just hilarious mm-hmm. like oh my god she's so precious she's just pregnant oh yeah. my god it's like stop yeah so, sometimes women are a little annoying like all they care about is a halftime show yeah I'm like man we trying to watch a football game watch this game yo yeah yeah, yeah. I just want to see Rihanna and the way women lust over players, over Travis Kelsey, is wild. Mm-hmm. Men get men get a bad rap for like being thirsty, but women will be like, "Oh my God, Travis Kelsey, take me, please take me." Yeah, you be like, "Your husband is sitting right there." <laughs> yeah, you act like your husband ain't sitting there. Yeah, and your husband is not like built in any sort of way. No, nah. sloppy. Your husband is five seven. Yeah, the only thing he lifting is a hot dog. Like, oh my God. Kelsey, oh my God, Travis, just bend me over once, please. <laughs> women get vulgar, man. <laughs> they, right in front of the husband, too. <laughs> and then it's like, as men, we just be just like, wow. Yeah. And sometimes women, this is what women need to do. And I'm just being real. A lot of times you guys get a little carried away. Like I posted on Facebook, I said, Travis Kelsey is the blackest white player in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. And then somebody, and some uh, girl said, uh, she put finest and put an asterisk next to it, right? And I'm thinking, like, why the fuck would you put that? Like, no disrespect, but I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. So, like, I hate when women do that. Like, they'll put, like, the finest. Like, what the fuck you want me to say? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, where do you want the conversation to go when you compliment like, stop it. another man and the man in the presence of a straight man? Like, right. That's, like, that's, we're, that's, we're supposed to go back and forth. Like, yeah, Travis. Yeah, Travis know, Kelsey, yeah, 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 as a matter of fact. Definitely his cheekbones. It's, it's very symmetrical. Yeah, like, very I never symmetrical. actually looked at him in that way, but yeah. He, yeah his beard is very symmetrical. He's kind of sexy in a charming way. Like, he got a little bit of a gut and like a face. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the thing, man, and I, I've seen that a lot. They'll mm-hmm. be like, "It'll be or J, the worst ones is Jalen Hurts and and Travis Kelsey." Mm-hmm. Like women are like, "Wow, like wow." Like, they like Jalen Hurts. I'm an Eagles fan now, girl. Have you seen Jalen Hurts? Oh my god, Jalen Hurts can hurt me. He can hurt my pussy. <laughs> Wait like, a wow. <laughs> Your husband of twenty years is standing right there. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jalen Hurts hurt me. Yeah. She'll have a fucking sign in the stands. I want Jalen Hurts to hurt my vagina. Yeah. It's one thing to like think that a person is attractive, but you got to stop complimenting other people. That's too much. In front of your partner. That's not cool. That's not. That doesn't Because ladies, you do this shit a lot. You got to chill. Mm-hmm. You got to chill because if Rihanna wasn't pregnant and she got up there dressing kind of thing, I'd be like, damn, Rihanna got a fat ass now. 
It'd be over. Oh, it'd be over Super with. Bowl party. Shut down. Women would storm out that motherfucking door. Yeah. They would storm out the door. You think Rihanna's ass is fatter than mine? The whole party shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. All I said is I love that song. Uh, 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 hey, Mr. DJ. I, I love that song. I wasn't trying to talk Pondy about replay. it. Replay. Yeah, Pond to Replay. <laughs> she does have a fat ass, but that's the, I love the song. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Like men, we gotta dilute our compliments. Of that's other the cra- women. that's the crazy part because women don't they don't understand like American English. So you'll be like, "Dang, Rihanna got a fat ass," and you'd be like, "What are you saying? My ass is flat." <laughs> like you think I got a flat ass just because Rihanna's ass? You like, no, this is you got to get scientific with him. Like, there's not as much volume, <laughs> but it's you know the bo- the buoyancy is there. The but circumference of Rihanna's the ass, circumference, is real, yeah. The cubic square feet is like measurable. Um, <laughs> the density is <laughs> the density. <laughs> <laughs> the, the centripetal force. It, of her- <laughs> it's it's the, like the viscosity <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the friction coefficient of the <laughs> oh turn a nigga into a booty technician that's crazy oh my yeah. god you get a major in booty science booty science that's crazy oh man yeah so lady- do you remember um i think it was on all dev digital they used to have a show where uh it was <laughs> It would get they would get like a Mexican girl and a black girl and maybe like a yeah, couple they white would girls. Grab her booty and be able to tell who. Yeah, <laughs> that's a wild show to have on uh, YouTube. That's crazy. Nowadays you can't tell because sometimes if you I don't know how you could tell or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could tell because a lot of girls be having fat asses now. All races, huh? <clears throat> All races. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah, because yeah, dang, that's tough. Some guys is getting them right though. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, they like, they knew like yeah they knew. I was like, that's a black girl ass right there. I can yeah, tell. That's some one, cornbread back there. Yeah, he one dude that's barely like tell. Oh, she black. <laughs> no, he. <laughs> yeah, he's it a, was that quick. Yeah. Like, oh, she black. <laughs> she black. That was funny. But man. it was a white girl that was thick as fuck one day. Yeah. And she went up there and he was like, oh nigga, she black. She and it black. wasn't black. He took it off and he was like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm impressed by this. <laughs> I'm impressed. It's it's so much. It's so, the the food man. Too many GMOs man and. You know mm. all the, the all the chemicals and stuff. Do you remember Ludacris had a line? It was in the early mid two thousands, maybe. I already know. This yeah. is a new millennium thing, like white women with ass. Yeah, <laughs> <that> <laughs> I was I was young too. I was like, you right, Ludacris? Like, there's mm. actually some white women getting thick out here. Yeah, I think women white women started getting thick around like two thousand and three. Uh huh. That's when they started like getting thick because before mm. that they was just all looking like motherfucking. Uh, like Hannah Montana and whatnot. Dang. And then all of a sudden around that's 2003, when, uh, 2005, that's they when. diets changed, huh? Yeah, man. That's mm-hmm. when you start seeing these Raising Cane's popping up out of there nowhere. <laughs> the GMOs. Yeah, Raising Cane's start popping up. Yeah. Then you see It's not even recording. It's not. What the fuck oh happened? Oh, God. We still got audio. Yeah, 19 minutes. We'll just rock. How'd that happen? Oh, no. I know it's just. That's a brain fart, bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you got to just cut it in. Oh, wait. Oh, my God, this nigga, man. I don't know. You're doing a lot over there, man. We just got audio. Holy shit. We're going to have to match it. I don't know how we're going to do it. We might have to. Uh, oh, man. It's 19 minutes. We can either start over. Oh, no, nah, we ain't doing that. We can just keep on going. 
We ain't <laughs> you gonna have to, we have to just cut it in and just. But we we gonna I'm I'd rather keep all this content. Yeah. Let's just keep it's it. Just us too, man. Like sometimes stuff happens. Jesus Christ. I wish I'd have noticed that shit though too. Yeah, just always be mindful that red light. Yeah, I know. I'm doing. I know. Fuck. How much did it but miss? It just, uh, did it miss all 19 I, minutes? It's also actually I don't know. Like I don't know when it cut off, but yeah. I know I'm pretty sure I turned it on, right? You had to. I think I turned it on. I don't remember. My thing is that cord's kind of blocking the red light from here too, so mm-hmm. I didn't. I see it's on now. Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll finagle it and we'll you know, figure it out. It might, it might, it might be a minute or so. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. I but yeah, that's just you know, like day in the life of two people running a whole production. Yeah, fuck yeah. it, man. But um, yeah, thick women. Yeah, yeah, that's where we left off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, Super Bowl was great. Um, mm-hmm. Couple points there. Obviously, Rihanna. I think. Here's the problem, though. Rihanna was pregnant. She had a very regular performance. But I knew even if she was terrible, people would go to the internet and say, oh, she slayed. She killed it. Mm-hmm. People are not very objective. When they love somebody, they love them so much that they could never see them do a, have a bad performance. Mm-hmm. I would say it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. And she was lip singing like a motherfucker, too. And I don't w- think she was lip singing. I think that she was singing over a track, oh. which is like, slightly different. What's the difference? Well, lip syncing is like um, like what you would do like in a music video, like where you just like. Mm, okay. But she's singing over like over like over a over her vocals, if that makes sense. Yeah, like a, what they would call like a bat or a TV track. What a TV track is like, you know, say you you like on a hook or something like that. Yeah. You'll have like the background vocals, and then you'll just sing over the top of those. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was singing over the top, and then she stopped moving her mouth, and that shit just was going. I was like, God damn. Mm-hmm. Could you at least sell this a little better, Rihanna? Mm-hmm. But then I seen she was pregnant, and then I had to like reevaluate. Like, that was not bad for a pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Went back I, think it pregnant. Was a, I think it was a good performance. Um, I think it was pretty creative with, with the stage and stuff. And, you know, most a lot of these Super Bowl performances, people were bringing, like, people out. Like, it, it's, it's very rare that... Uh, artists aren't bringing out more performers. Like even with Dr. Dre, they brought out everybody, every California rapper that he's connected to, or even you know Fifty Cent and Eminem. But like you know, I think you know with all that, you know, just being her, uh, I think she did a good job. Bro, I'm gonna tell you who would turn out the who would like perform at a high level on the Super Bowl. It'd be one of the best Super Bowl um, live performances ever. I think. Chris Brown would be one of the best <clears throat> Super Bowl halftime shows. I would say it's hard to say because for me, Chris Brown, he don't he don't really sing anymore. Like he yeah, he just he don't really sing his songs like that. Like he just plays the songs and he dances in between and stuff like that, but I don't know, for me I really look for like people that are that doing that's doing it all, like the singing, the dance, and the, the whole thing. I think that, I think he could do it though. Um, I don't think he would do it because I don't think the NFL would allow it. Um, just because I don't think they care for his character. But I think that would be it. I think that would be a dope show. Yeah, yeah. He just stopped the show and just be like, "I'm about to punch one of y'all right now." <laughs> <laughs> Girl in the front row, give me that. 
This nigga, man. I don't know. I don't know about that now. I'm kind of going to have to rescind that uh, original statement that I just made. All right. Yeah, well, who's next? Who's Who, like, where do you go from there? Um, I don't know. If I know Jay-Z is bringing in more. I mean, there's all, there's there's already, already been, like, more um, black artists that have done it, but I think he's bringing in more people of the cult of the culture. So, um, yeah, I don't yeah. know where they go for after Rihanna. Where do they go after that? You you could do this. You can do this. And this would completely shake up. And it'd probably be one of the best rememberable halftime shows of all fucking time. Put a comedian up there halftime show. <laughs> what? Put Dave Chappelle <laughs> no. at the Super Bowl. <laughs> no. Put Dave Chappelle up there, man. <laughs> it was telling jokes at halftime. Bro, that would be so fucking dope, dude. Nah. Hell yeah. You don't need music up there. It's not always great. <laughs> nah, you can't have Dave Chappelle what? up there, man. Like, you know what's funny? Trans people. <laughs> you be like, this nigga's wildin'. <laughs> you know, number 41 kind of look trans. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That w- I think that would be interesting, but I don't know no, if that Chris would work. Rock- Chris Rock wouldn't work. Nah, Andrew Schultz up there. I don't, Chris Rock get up there. I don't know about Jalen Hurts. He look a little bit too much like Will Smith. Oh man! Five four figure. I hate a nigga. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't have half. You couldn't have fucking. Stand up at the halftime. <laughs> you totally, <Nick>. couldn't. <laughs> you totally fucking couldn't. It took me a couple seconds to go against my own point. You totally couldn't do that. That nigga, uh, Chris Rock, would be like, "There's niggas and then there's Kelsey's." <laughs> Travis Kelsey <laughs> is the whitest black nigga <laughs> I ever see. <laughs> You know he go fuck a black woman for Black History Month. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I think this. I think the space to go. You gotta have. Um, I got one, but go ahead. I got I got a big one too. I got I got one. I think Jay got to do it. Jay got to do it. Jay got to do a dolo though, not. Really? Not Jay with an auntie. I mean, he could bring people out, but like for features, but not like I'm bringing such and such out to play a song. Like Jay got to do it like with the band. Yeah. There are certain people or groups that could go up there and do their thing, but they wouldn't get the they wouldn't get a chance because they would make a statement and the NFL ain't going for that. Who is that? I think that Rage Against the Machine would be fucking legendary. Okay. Rage Against the Machine would be absolutely legendary, but like Rage will finish a dope ass song and be like, you know what? What I hate about this current administration <laughs> and what I don't like about Kamala Harris, <laughs> she locked up a bunch of black innocent men from the age of 15 to 29. Let's rock! Yeah. That's Rage Against the Machine, man. Mm-hmm. They uh they sent a bunch of letters to Bill Clinton during his administration. Mm. Yeah, and I'm at, I only imagine how they feel about Trump, bro. Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. Yeah, they'll have. A, I bet you he got whole rap songs just dedicated to Trump. Yeah, and the Tuck, huh? One of the yeah, one of the best tours that never happened was Rage Against the Machine with Wu Tang. You know who I don't think could do it just because they don't have the right music. 
it's probably like even though she's a huge artist is is like Adele. No, nah, she can't be at all. She gonna make it. All the players gonna be tired by the time that she comes <laughs> off the stage. Crazy. Been <laughs> calling their exes. Like, yeah. Hey, I know it's halftime at the Super Bowl, but I just, you know. I know we down by two scores right now. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you that I still love you. She get the. I give you the best. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that shit right now. Adele is Adele is popular for making songs for heartbroken women. Yeah. That's what she's known for. Mm-hmm. I've never heard an upbeat song from fucking Adele. I think I might have heard one. Uh huh. That's it. Yeah. Like she got to be sad to make. Like I know she gonna drop a super sad album if she break up with Rich Paul. Rich Paul. Yeah. Yeah. She's like this nigga cheated on me. <laughs> like did she just say nigga? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. They really in love too. Yeah. That nigga be everywhere with her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who's who's like the biggest, who's like the most popular um, black artist. Like, I would say I don't know if Drake. I don't know if they will we want to do it's not Drake. About popularity, like who could really fuck shit up ha- halftime show? I don't think we need to. We don't you gotta be. People gotta know the songs though. They gotta know. The, yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Because you can't you can't be like even um. It's some artists like that's dope. Like obviously we love Blast, but Blast is just not popular no, enough not, to not be enough. on the Super Bowl. Not enough. But there's artists that we know would rock it and might have enough. I know Childish Gabino could turn out the Super Bowl. Childish could. I think. I think he's. I think he's one of the ones that like has the stage presence oh, to yeah. to actually do it, and you know he has a lot of fans. Like we've seen it in person. So it was wasn't Bruno well, Bruno Mars was already there. Bruno Mars could do it. Yeah, yeah, he was already there. I mean, he did it already. Yeah, but uh, did he have? He didn't have. Well, he didn't have Anderson Pack there with him yet. Uh, yeah. I mean, Not that yet. would be the Silk Sonic thing. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was the NFL. Yes, Lord. <laughs> 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 Super Bowl NFL, yes, Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't like. I think that Anderson Pack has like a good, like soulful, like music, but I don't really see the buzz around him the way people go crazy over him. Uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think he makes good. good he music. makes good music. <clears throat> but it's like, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not, I'm not his number one fan. I did like the um the Silk Sonic thing. Oh yeah, kind of nostalgic feel to it, but. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the the biggest Anderson Pack fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times they're going to reach back for nostalgia on certain, like they, there's certain artists they could go with that are like safe that have already stood the. I won't say they stood the test of time, but they kind of did. Like you could easily go get Ludacris. Luda, yeah. You could easily go get Nelly. But I think they if they do those kind of artists, it would be an ensemble. Yeah. I think if they would get a hip hop artist that's just going straight. It's gonna be them and maybe a couple guest people. It's gonna be like the what they would call like the three headed monster, the uh, Drake, J Cole, or Kendrick, and then I already got one, bro. And he should, and he literally can literally uh, do a halftime show, but I don't know if they would ever let it happen. Who? Twenty One Savage. <laughs> no way. Hell yeah! <laughs> they not letting him do that. They are not gonna let him do it, but I yeah. think he could. Twenty One got hits. He do. I, I just think, I don't know. I went to a 21, I went to the J. Cole and 21 Savage uh, mm-hmm. concert. It's just different. Like, I don't even, it's the same, the same way we seen Ray Schwimmer. Like, Ray Schwimmer opened up for Gambino. It was that same vibe. 
it's 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 like that. Like it's just certain artists that I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a if it's a what about future man. Future, no, no. I'm at the Super Bowl trying to get it going. Uh, yeah, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson <laughs> throwing the ball. He had me call. He had dying. We say Russell Wilson. They never know. let me hit my baby mama. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with Russell Wilson. Like he a good dude. Like really on some real shit. Like he still be let me smash my baby mama and all that. Like I ain't never seen no problem with him, man. Like all I know is like I drink Percocet, eat Percocet, sleep Percocet. That's all I, I eat do. Percocets. Yeah, like, you know, I put my white beater on, you know, I put my white beater on, and I just uh, fucking a bitch, nigga. That's all I do. <laughs> I know you happy. You happy? You broke up? You you chose happiness? Or what you trying to do? Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell yeah. Wilson ain't got no problems, man. I was toxic way before Kevin Samuels. I really know Kevin Samuels, though. I knew Kevin Samuels. Yeah, I'm more toxic than toxic ways. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never had no issue with Russ with Kevin Samuels. I be in the street. E -e -e. Some of these girls be really looking like linebackers for real. <laughs> They're linebacker. Yo, that was wild. Like when Kevin Samuels, and I, I shouldn't laugh at this, but it was one, one chick that Kevin Samuels was talking to, and she was just being super difficult and super disrespectful. Yeah. And he was like, uh, 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 be, be quiet, linebacker. That's Li crazy. Linebacker. That's crazy. She was like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That nigga's wild. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, yeah, I've got nothing else on the Super Bowl. It was a great game. Mm -hmm. um, Rihanna, uh, shout out to her pregnancy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, shout out to you know, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Um, Travis Kelsey made sure he put on his, 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 his he really put his black scent on. Um, for uh, Black History Month. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah. A heads up before we move on. To all our white listeners out there, we appreciate you. Just stop talking to black people in black sense, man, when you see them. Yeah. Got, we got we to stop that, man. Mm -hmm. Like, if you see your good friend Tyrone, I know you love him. I know you're not racist, okay? Mm -hmm. But you know how you talk to your white friends? Hey, what's up, Tom? How you doing? Don't all of a sudden t Ron, t see Tyrone to be like, Hey, what's up, Tyrone? Tea time, Tyrone. What's up, dude? And then you try to do the black handshake, and it's all yeah. awkward and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just be yourself, just man. Be yourself, man. I think that gets that gets you so much further in life. Just being yourself. Yeah. What's up, Tyrone? You like Tyrone? Got all the hoes. Where the hoes at, bro? Can you imagine that? You go to a professional like setting mm -hmm. as like an employee. And he's talking to just a group of his constituents or whatever. And then all of a sudden you pop up and he's like, what's up, Tyrone? Where's the bitches, man? <laughs> like, hey, hey, I'm here with my resume. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Blow my cover. Fuck, Trevor, chill. All right. Switching gears. Um, recently, Amber Rose, um, her son was bullied uh, be due to her having an OnlyFans. Um, and I'll read the story. Amber Rose explained how her how she told her nine year old son about her OnlyFans career. These kids, if they didn't learn from you, they're going to learn from TikTok and Instagram. That's what she said in quote. Amber Rose wants her kids to hear about her life straight from the source. Blah blah blah. We gotta go to hold on. Oh, somebody told him your mom is is an only on OnlyFans. Amber said during an appearance uh, on High Low some podcast. Um, she continued and was and I was during the pandemic. I had to work and I had the whole conversation with him about it. So she told her son after he was teased, um, basically, I had to work. And I think that's kind of fucked up. And mm -hmm. Here's why. Here's mm -hmm. why. I think parents don't realize 
after they have kids, it's not about you anymore. It's about your kid. And the decisions we make as parents, as boyfriends, as wives, whatever the case, it all affects the other people that are surrounding us. So let's say, for example, if I'm a married man and I go out into the world and I'm chasing pussy behind my wife's back, that's misrepresenting her because I don't just represent myself anymore. If I'm in a relationship, I represent my wife. I represent my kids. So using that example, Amber Rose represents her son. So when she goes on her OnlyFans to showing her titties and her pussy off and, and now her son could be teased about it, you just tell him, well, mommy had to work. And it's like, that's kind of fucked up, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it's it's crazy because you feel like you have to show your pussy and your titties and shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody's forcing you to do that. And the fact that you're trying to make a, you're trying to rationalize this to a fucking nine-year-old kid, mm-hmm. that's not fair. That, mm-hmm. ain't, that ain't fair, man. That's mm-hmm. like, and the crazy thing, too, is a lot of parents will do things that are selfish, whether it's alcoholism, drugs, whatever. And they expect for you to, like, understand. Like, nigga, no, I'm nine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my kids, not my kids, my my people at school are teasing me and bullying me because my mom's fucking ass is all over the internet. Mm-hmm. They they feel like they have one up on me because of the decisions you made, and you're just basically telling me, well, you got to live with it. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. It's very selfish behavior. <laughs> I think the biggest thing parents need to understand is that, when most people have kids, they don't have the foresight or the the foresight or the maturity to say, hey, I'm pregnant. I have a kid, whatever the case. I'm going to make sure that I make their life as painless as possible. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a father, I don't want my kids to grow up like the way that I did. I didn't have we grew up poor. Mm-hmm. I would never want to subject my child to that because they didn't ask to be brought in this world. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to subject my wife to that. I want to make sure I'm financially stable and stuff enough to take care of my family as a whole. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how, like, as a man, I ha- I think about the future, and I want the people that are part of my life to be doing well, and I want to represent them well. But these people, man, they just have kids by anybody. They fuck anybody. Mm-hmm. They get pregnant by anybody. They have kids by anybody. And then when the kid is going through something, you say, well, live with it. Think mm-hmm. about how that sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's 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 this is the the era we're in, right? We're in the era of all of these sex tapes kind of uh, yeah. making their way into like the 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 kids are at that age now. They're teenagers now. They're you know the uh, Kim Kardashian's kids are old enough to see that that thumbnail of her mom, you know, about to give head and all the, you know, these, yeah. this is the, this is the era that we're living in now. And I think it's, I think, you know, kind of like you mentioned earlier, it's very selfish, very selfish for, um, it's one thing to have made, I don't call it a mistake, but it's one thing to have done something in your past and then kind of have grown from that and, um, you know, put yourself in a position to where you're, you know, just, uh, making money by different means, you know, just being a business person, whether you're selling makeup or uh, bikinis or, you know, you just own some sort of business. Right. But when you kind of revert back to that thing, like it's, it's a lot of these, the tigers and uh, black chinas and, 
and Amber Roses and all these these people have OnlyFans, but they also have you know kids in in the yeah. world. And you know it's already difficult for a you know seven eight nine year old kid to uh, like these preteens to just live normal life. They they're experiencing being embarrassed by you know uh, by not having the nice shoes or they're embarrassed by just the boy not liking them and you know just these things that are like it's huge to them because they haven't lived much life yet but Mm -hmm. you know and in the grand scheme of things are not that big but when you on top of all of that you have to deal with somebody knowing that your mom is naked all over the internet that's fucked up like it's just i couldn't i couldn't even imagine like i couldn't even as far like for me the thing that I was dealing with as a kid is like people making fun of my last name. You know yeah, what I mean? Ridiculous. And, you know, maybe not having the nicest shoes all, all the time or me being embarrassed about my house or whatever the case may be. But I could I couldn't I would I would want to I would want to die, man. Like, you that's know, terrible. having to deal with your mom being naked all over the Internet. Man, that's crazy. Look here. Um, this is why I feel shame is not always a bad thing. Right. People say you should be slut shaming. You shouldn't be doing this and that. Okay, let me put this in way in in ways that everyone could comprehend. If a man was purposely not working, purposely not taking care of his kids, purposely sleeping around getting a bunch of women pregnant, you should shame this nigga. Mm-hmm. Shame on you for procreating and not taking care of your children and not being a leader to your children and not being uh, uh having integrity, right? Shame on you. Mm-hmm. You're not a decent man. Women out there Always on the internet half naked, titties out, begging for attention. Shame on you. You have fucking kids. Go be a mom. Mm-hmm. How about you go be a mom? You ever thought about that? And But in society, we appropriate so many things that people think that you're just wrong or you're hating on them. I'm not hating on anybody having a naked ass out on the fucking internet. Truth be told, you need to be a fucking mom because you represent your kid. Mm-hmm. And the fact that her kid, like all, all her all his classmates have to do is go to a Google search and see his his mom's pussy. Think about that. That's fucked up. Yeah. Shame on you for that. Like, yeah. and, and you know, we've just appropriate just because we've appropriate things doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. We appropriate things oftentimes that should not be appropriated. And th- I think the thing about it too is like, there is a, a point where it's like, well, you know, that's not really content for kids, right? Fuck so. No. It, you know that that there may be a, a a grace period where they may not have no idea, right? They may just be on the the kid YouTube and, and stuff like that. But even when your child does start to explore porn and and stuff like that, when they start to get thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years old, and then they you know they still happen to come across that, it just doesn't make it any better. No. It doesn't make it any better when you cow when somebody. You know, you scrolling through freaking Twitter as a twenty year old, and your mom's booty is or her ass is all over the internet. It's just there's just not really a, a time that is um, that it, it it. I guess it's appropriate. I guess, but I think the thing about it too is uh, at the end of the day, we make choices, right? So for <laughs> that kind of sounds like the. Uh, I don't, it kind of reminds me of uh, of uh, what movie is that where Jada Pinkett has to sleep with the um, is that uh, set it off where she got to sleep with the 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 um, UCLA 
whatever to get her brother the scholarship money or something. Oh, you know I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forget what movie that is. That's but the, that's the one where August Alcina was in that one, right? <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> like, I'm not just gonna sleep with anybody, August. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she but no, but but what I'm saying is like you know that that. That's that kind of thing where it's like, oh, this is what I have to do to make ends meet kind of thing. But um, with Amber Rose, it's, it's like Amber Rose, she has a certain level of notoriety. I think she was like making music at one time. I think she was she was doing a little, you know, a few cameos in terms of acting and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so I don't, I don't know. It, it just seems like a little bit of a just I think it. It's a little bit of a cop out, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think if you really was just genuine, you would be like, "Yo, this is like this is what I'm going to do to make money, right. not this is like what I got to do to make ends meet or whatever." Well, like, you, you know, I had to make money, and it's like you also are you're you're thrusting children into adult themes when you do that. Like your kid doesn't get a chance to be a kid. Mm-hmm. I I think that there's certain things you should. Um, alarm your kids too so they understand how the real world works but at the same time when it comes to shit like this it's like you don't have to do sex work truth of the matter is you don't have any real talent the only talent you have is having uh, rapper boyfriends that's all you really it's, it's fucked up to say this but it's the truth you dated Kanye now you, you dating you dated 21 now you dating you could date whoever you want but at the same time this is the lifestyle you lead I think that um I think I might redact all of that because she came in the game as a stripper. A hundred percent. You know, and you know, I, I don't I don't know I don't know what else Amber Rose would be doing if you know, if she didn't come across Kanye West or yeah. know, all these other rappers. Like she might That's the issue though. A lot of women don't realize it and it's not even I don't even want to say women, because that's not fair to women. But there are uh there's a sector of women that play life on easy, right? Mm-hmm. You you have big old booty and nice titties and you, you you look pretty good and then you you start stripping and you become popular maybe even Drake shouts you out in one of his songs and you know you you start dating rappers and you don't have any real name or anything you've created you just became popular for no reason and your popularity relies on you being half naked or naked mm-hmm. and that's all you really got like mm-hmm. that's that's all you really got mm-hmm. you know and. What's weird too is I, I heard her say some shit. Like her her parenting is a lot of a lot of people's parenting is a lack of personal growth within themselves. Mm-hmm. Like she said, um, yeah, well, you know, when I'm using the restroom, my son will come in and say, "Mommy, are you okay? Do you need tampons or do you need anything?" Like that? I'm thinking, like, why the fuck is your nine year old kid trying to like? going to get you tampons while you're in the toilet. She's like, I tell him everything. My son is a feminist. It's like, nigga, shut the fuck up. That's weird. You you should not be introducing children to adult themes like this, man. It's weird. A, a man, and I'm 30 years old, like a man <laughs> doesn't need to know, outside of being like having a female for a, like as, as, a, as a child, mm-hmm. a man doesn't need to know that. Like, it no. doesn't do anything for their life, no. Out, you know, outside of, you know, making sure your <clears throat> the girl you're having sex with is not pregnant. But outside of that, like, it de- it doesn't do anything for you. Like, no. so I, I just don't understand, like, you know, a nine-year-old need, needing to know that information. It was a, a video I had seen where um, this girl was like, 
sitting on a toilet um, and the the kid walked in, maybe four years old or something like that. And he's like, mommy, is, is it that time of the month again? Or like something or like, mommy, are you bleeding again? Some, something weird like that. And like there was these like girls and they were like laughing at it. Like it was like funny to them. Like, oh, that's weird. so cute. But I'm just like, that's not cute. That's, that's weird. weird stuff. That's weird. Yeah. The fuck is wrong with y'all, man? Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? And and this is not strictly towards women. This is the woman that is the topic of discussion. There's a lot of men that expose their kids to ch- to adult themes. Where if you are a single man with a child and they're like seven or eight, and you got all these women that you fucking running in and out of your house. Now you got your little daughter or son seeing all these women coming in and out of your house. That's just as uh, that's just as dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Because there's no normalcy in that household. Mm-hmm. It's just like a fucking whorehouse and you you like a, a pimp. It's some dudes that's literally pimps that's parents. Mm-hmm. It's like, nigga, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. All this shit has to stop. There was a, I was listening to, I think it was a story. Is it a podcast? I don't think it was a, I think it was a podcast. And this dude was a crip. <clears throat> he was a crip and uh, his girl was pregnant. And, uh, he went up to the hospital and his a rival gang member was in there also. And I think that that dude's girl was in there giving birth mm-hmm. and they seen each other, looked at each other, walk right by each other. It was no beef. And that day when he was holding his daughter, he said, all this shit has to stop. I think I remember uh, you was told, you yeah. told that story before. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a gang member, but he had, he came like he literally had this new lease on life when he was holding his daughter and he had he said that day I took my my he said I took my rag out my back pocket put it in my pocket and I just relocated and got out of there mm-hmm. it was about my daughter it wasn't about the streets no more mm-hmm. that's parenting so this is the game banger who was in the streets that at the moment he held his fucking daughter he knew that he couldn't be doing the fuck shit he was doing yeah but think about how many parents That'll be strippers, pimps, players, hoes, whatever. And they had a kid and say, I'm still going to go ho. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to sell pussy. I'm still going to be on OnlyFans. I'm still going to be a player. I'm still going I'm still going to have a bunch of women running in and out of my house. I'm yeah. still going to go to the club two to three times a week, even though I have a kid. These people need to stop having kids because you're you're just breeding a new generation of dysfunctional children. Yeah, it's fuck. It's fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't right. You're not even giving a chi- You're not giving a kid a chance to be like productive in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not fair, man. No, it's facts. Yeah, yeah. I just I just want kids to be kids, man. Like, I think it's best for kids to just kind of learn things on their own. Obviously, there's certain things that you want to protect them from and make sure they understand that they need to use protection and, you know, the, the severity of, you know, what can happen if you don't use protection and stuff like that. But, you know, having five-year-olds, six-year-olds knowing what, uh, you know, the menstrual cycle is and stuff like that is just, is off to me. It's too much. And I also, I also know that if it was on the other end, it would be, it would be, um, people would be looked at even worse, you know. It's a some it's it's a thing that women get to get away with. Yeah. Because, you know, it's um that type of information is looked on a little bit lighter in terms of like um adult women and young young men. Um and that happens a lot in society. But 
if there there's not really a men don't have anything comparable to a menstrual cycle, but if there's any sort of anatomy or whatever that was exchanged from a an adult male to a young woman, yeah, it oh, would be, be like a fucking no fly zone. Yeah, canceled. It'd be some shit like I'm. He's like my penis is erect right now. It, people be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah. So, yeah, we got to keep that same energy. You got to stop thrusting kids into fucking adult themes, man. It's weird. Sure. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. But we got to start calling out the weirdness everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there there, there was even literally a document, not a documentary, but like a, uh, a it was a series. Um, it was of that, was it Mary Kay Letourneau or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like they almost try to like frame it in like a love story almost like, but it mm-hmm. was a it was an older teacher, female teacher, fucking a teenage boy. Yeah, there's a um, there's a lot of people that have, I think, listening to Joe Budden's podcast when the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, thing had came out, and I didn't watch it. Um, I thought the only reason I would have watched it is just because it was so popular. Right, right, right. But nothing inside of me was just like, oh man, this is great cinema. Right. Like, I gotta watch this. But when you when I really started to like listen to their podcast and listen to their takes on it, a lot of it was like, why are we um, glamorizing a person that murdered, right. you know, countless people, you right. know, um, heinous, like heinous crimes? You know what I mean? I I and when I thought about that, I was like, man, that, that happens a lot though. That happens a lot with, like you said, the Mary Kay Letourneau, that whole Lifetime movie, and I haven't watched it in years, but I do remember as a as a uh, as a kid, seeing that like it was just a love story in a sense, Weird. you know. Yeah, I think we have to do a better job. It ain't just it's not just on women, man. But we have to do a better job with how we view these things. So it's weird. Like for example, it's I, I seen this a scenario. I hear a bunch of women saying, um, like body count doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you think if you think it does, you're just a loser and you're insecure, right? And think about this, right? If a man cheated in his last relationship, do you think a woman would consider that pertinent information that she should know? Yeah. Right? So she would want to know if you cheated in your last relationship. Mm-hmm. I've never asked a woman how many people she had sex with. I just don't have the interest in asking that question. But it's also pertinent information if you slept with over 100 guys. Mm-hmm. I think that's something important you might want to share. Yeah, that's two football teams. Yeah, <laughs> you fucked the whole fifty-three man roster. <laughs> that's Super Bowl fifty-seven. <laughs> yeah, so it's like yeah. it's it's pertinent information when you want to know about my past relationships and if I cheated in them. Yeah, but it's not pertinent information if you was fucking over a hundred guys somewhere. Yeah, like we have we have a lopsided weird way, right? And there's also double standards that exist with men on women, so I can't make it there. But, I but think- like but the thing about that is like that that's like the small sector of people because there's definitely girls that care about how many um, girls a guy has slept with, like, you know, in terms of trying to date a person. And then also like women talk, you know, like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, she a, she a hoe or she messy or she this or she they that. They do. Women yeah. will judge other women for sleeping around. Mm-hmm. They certainly do. All that like all that like fake feminism, like, you know, all that stuff that that's like. I think what I've realized is um, some of these narratives are short-lived until you experience it in a, a specific way, mm. right? You know, so if you 
if you dating a certain guy or, you know, certain women are dating a certain guy, like all that, you know, you could do what you want and um, body count doesn't matter. And then you like you start dating a guy that slept with all of Bakersfield. And then it's like you running into like every, every woman girl, that he slept you. with. And then it's like, oh, what happened to everything is OK. Mm. And, you know, this whole kumbaya like it's right. You know, Here's yeah. what makes it worse too. If you know that this this if a woman knows a man slept around with a bunch of girls, and then that same dude is fucking the shit out of you. So you know that this dude is fucking the shit out of all these girls. Yeah. So now, now you super insecure. And I think actually you it would make sense that you are insecure. Mm-hmm. Because why would you feel secure knowing that this person's fucking all these people? How do you know they're still not fucking them? Yeah. If you have a history of doing something. That was we're creatures of habits, Keith. We don't we don't just like do things and we just stop doing them. Mm-hmm. Usually, we're building up habits and we're building up like characteristics within ourselves when we yeah. behave like this. Yeah, and it's like it's almost like if if you found out, let's say you meet a girl, she's cool, and somehow the conversations the threesomes come up, and she's like, "Yeah, threesomes are fine. I've done plenty of threesomes," mm-hmm. and you never knew that she did that. Yeah. That would make you think differently about your girl if she'd been in like five threesomes. Yeah. You're like, God damn, I'm only one man. You was getting fucked by two guys? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. There was a um uh Bobby Lee and his uh uh I guess it was his ex fiance, whatever. Mm-hmm. She literally said on the podcast, she said, I was in a relationship with two guys. We lived together for seven years and you know, it was a lot of, it was really great. I'm just like, what the fuck? That's wild. She was wild, with wild, wild. two dudes under mm-hmm. the same house for mm-hmm. seven years. Yeah. Bro, when you see that nigga, run. <laughs> what type of man do you have to be to, like, accept that as the other guy? Like, a, the right. other boyfriend? Uh-uh, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, I, Right. Yeah. Y'all got to be fucking Like, imagine me and Eddie got, you know, we got a girlfriend. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it. Don't like, even... hey, Mom, this is our girlfriend. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck an iPhone. We got a Wii phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's, imagine the joint Facebook account is like Keith, oh, Eddie, and uh, Stacy. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be the biggest joke ever. That's why I don't believe in polyamory. Mm-hmm. But it's like uh, you know people that got two girlfriends or whatever. Like I don't yeah. believe in that shit. I think I, to me, like the way I think about it is like there's societal norms that like that are just you know they're norms. That that's just kind of what they are. But mm. I I think I try to fit into the mold because there's, cert- there's a certain level of discipline that is mm-hmm. required to you know live on the straight and narrow. True. Um, and that includes like, you know, being a, a monogamous relationship and stuff like that or just, you know, not cheating, all these other things. I think that that I think that all of that stuff is just kind of what breeds successful people because, you know, the whole I just don't see a world where uh, there's a, a couple people that are like in these like open relationships. But I think that's just like fraction of a fraction that yeah. where both sides are OK with it because. You know, we know of situations or you primarily you spoke of situations where, you know, there's like a open relationship in a sense. But it's really the guy can bring another girl into the right. bedroom. Yeah. And he's OK with it because, you know, he gets to have a threesome and she's just kind of like probably 
thinking in the back of her head, like, man, I want to have some other dick around, but you know, <laughs> it just don't fly. So yeah, yeah. man, people are people are weird, man. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's that. Switching gears, Netflix password sharing. All right, genu- uh, in quote, genuinely considering considering canceling my subscription, Netflix password sharing clamp down sparks uh, angry response from some users. Uh, 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 uh. Netflix is plowing ahead with its platform sharing clampdown despite backlash from users. On Wednesday, the company announced it was expanding its Latin American trial to other four countries, Canada, New Zealand, Portugal, and Spain. The new plans include charging account holders up to $650 for each additional user. In quote, I'm genuinely considering canceling my subscription, journalist Aaron Biba said in like said in a tweet which amassed almost 50,000 likes. The tweet was in response to similar rules about account sharing that were posted on Netflix website February 1st. The company later said the guidelines has been mistakenly shared, but did not say if the plans had been canceled. Um, Although Netflix has been proposing a stricter policy around password sharing for some time, the company told shareholders last month that it planned to start rolling out paid account sharing uh, later this quarter. Netflix first hinted the crackdown in July after it suffered its first subscriber loss in over a decade. Several commentators criticized Netflix in the wake of the password sharing clampdown. Um, and, and this was somebody said in quote, what, what am I paying? What am I paying for at this point? Netflix old content that I can get elsewhere. Original shows. I can't really rely on in progress beyond one season and making access to the service. Blah, blah, blah. Somebody just fucking complaining. Here's my thing. Netflix can do what they want to do. It's doing that, that shit. That sound again. is back, yeah. Unplug the thing and see if it's doing that. Unplug what? The charger on the wall and see if we can still hear that. Nope. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Yeah. I just think we hear it too. But I don't know how much other people hear that shit. Yeah, it's there. It's annoying. Yeah. I don't like it. We like to be clean in here. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, when it comes to this shit, man, we got to be careful because a lot of us, we, we subscribe to too much shit. Hmm. That's true. Like, I've got Netflix. I got Hulu. I got uh, Amazon Prime. I got HBO Max. I got all of it. Mm-hmm. I don't got cable because supposedly it costs too much. But I got all these goddamn subscriptions. They add up to. What was you paying for cable? I don't know. You that remember? shit was a hundred something though. Yeah. Too expensive. I don't think that's adding up to all the <laughs> subscriptions. Nah, but see, some of these you get free through other services. My Hulu was free through my Spotify. Mm, so, I got you. Yeah, so they, they got me free Hulu. Yeah. Um Amazon Prime, I get that free they through. They had my- a crazy Black Friday deal for Hulu. It was like two dollars a month or something. Oh wow. For like a year. And my Amazon Prime is is free through my Amazon Prime. Yeah, you just pay for the just pay shipping for the Amazon service. Yeah, yeah, and they give me the Amazon. So yeah. I kind of worked the way out through that, and then it's uh, way cheaper, mm-hmm. regardless. Because I got, I got, and then if you're in a relationship, you could just bust it down the middle. So I got, like, I think I pay for Amazon Prime, uh, Peacock. Pause, bro. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think I pay for Hulu and I got the streaming like music, which is like a title. So all that together, it can't be no more than like 
35 dollars mm-hmm. maybe 40 it's way cheaper than uh, and then some you know some of you share like you might i might get the hbo from over here and then like the such and such service over here so you know it's way cheaper but yeah it ain't a hundred and something no yeah, HBO got some some bangers on there. I like HBO to see that. HBO is really good. Yeah, it's a lot of movies that I I I don't want to go out and actually watch in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Like Fast and Furious, that's some shit I'm not watching. Fuck if you, that yeah, shit. if you got if you, <clears throat> if you really had it right, the only thing you might miss out on is like a Stars because you can't really get Stars. Mm. Like I don't know. So if you if you had Hulu, Hulu, you gonna get all the Fox stuff, like all the stuff that happens on Fox, and you'll get it like a day later. And then it's Hulu Originals, so you get a lot of documentaries, and then you get old shows that's just on Hulu because they're whatever, like FX yeah, or Disney Plus. Fox I got, stuff. I, I got rid of Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus is very specialized. Like, if you're a real Disney fan, you like the Marvel movies and shows, mm-hmm. like, you're going to want to watch Disney Plus. Um, yeah. But, yeah, and then if you got, like, pa- Paramount, they stepping up their game. Paramount has a lot of, like, OG movies and, and TV shows and stuff like that. And then Apple, Apple TV, they stepping that game up. And then, you know, if you get Netflix, Netflix is cool. Netflix is to the point that we're actually talking about. The re- I think Netflix is a tricky situation, you know, and I'm just thinking about it in terms of like if somebody wanted to invest in Netflix as a as a stock or whatever. Um, the stock is doing pretty good. But the, the issue with Netflix is that they um they unload their content too fast yeah like they it came too fast like yeah exactly on the bus they pre uh what you call it premature ejaculation or whatever um (laughs) so they like the show you just came out right and they just uh released the first half of the the fourth season or whatever yeah like six episodes and it's you know, it's done until March. Yeah, like, I just don't understand the business model of just content, content, content. That's what Charlemagne talked about. Yeah, he said they just they said they just dumped the whole fucking shit there. Yeah, no, not too many other shows are doing that. Like most yeah. other shows, you gotta wait a week, and you're stretching out. So that's six. Uh, you know, that's six episodes that I think was on you, right? So that's a month and a half of potential content, which is like two two months of a subscriber but if a person just wanted to like watch binge watch you and then they're like man i don't need this right now and then they could just cancel their subscription you know yeah. so i just don't understand that the business model i mean all you got to do is pay attention to netflix netflix is kind of getting a little bit shook right now they're getting a little bit shook you know yeah. they you know they've they are fearing they're losing subscribers mm-hmm. but i think that you should never want to you should never bully people mm-hmm you should just create more dope shit. Don't like tell them you you're gonna have to pay for you know uh, extra subscribers. Whoever yeah. was the marketing genius behind, I'm not even marketing, but whoever was the genius that said we're gonna charge you extra money for this, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. You just need to because when you do that, now you're bullying people. Mm-hmm. You know how much things cost in society. You know how expensive eggs are. Okay, yeah, and you want to tell people we're gonna charge you extra money. For adding subscribers, mm-hmm. now they like, okay, well, fuck you guys. I'll just go to Hulu full time. Yeah. Fine. If I want to watch the shows on Netflix, I'll just go over to my boyfriend's house then. Mm-hmm. That's what people are going to do. Yeah. So it's like, dude, don't do that. Don't make people feel, feel bullied. Yeah. Just make new dope shit, which Netflix has done a good job of. Yeah. They've came up with some great shows. Ozark is, was fucking great. I love that show. Ozark was dope. Yeah. It was a great show. I was telling people about it for a long time. They did not want to listen. I think 
I think the reason the thing that Netflix should do is like they should have just done it secretly, right? Like why yeah. the I guess you gotta make an announcement because you got shareholders and mm-hmm. boards of whatever on the company and all that. But I would have just done like a little like an algorithm thing where it was like and I think they already have something similar to that. Right. Like if you're signed in to too too many people at one time, like it, it does a certain thing, but that, yeah, they should have yeah. just did it that way. The yeah. same way they raised the price, yeah, and they they said price going up to this at this time. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, I would have just done. I don't know, like an IP address or something like that, and mm-hmm. or like a location. And if it's one, right. if it's one in LA, and then the other one is in Texas, and y'all, you know, your your whatever. But but the thing about it too is like it it kind of sucks because there are like the college student that moved. You know, they may be from San Diego, but they mm-hmm. go to school. They go to uh, Kansas State and Michigan or something like that. And they're using their parents' account. And, you know, they, they can't necessarily afford to be paying for a Netflix account on their own. So they, they eat just noodles every motherfucking day. Yeah. So I don't know. It's they just eating chicken biscuits. Yeah. It's just different cases. And, you know, they're already, uh, you know, extremely wealthy company. I think th- I think that they should just lean on like, building more uh, it, it seems like it seems like you know you know that business model like or it's not a bit but it's just a business idea some people say um don't save more money like earn more money so great point yeah so i think that that that's what they should try to focus on and i don't know i don't know if that's moving the needle in terms of you know people uh, wanting to buy their well, stocks well i think I personally can say this, um, the business model that I look like I revere, I guess you could say, is Costco. They ain't changed the price of them fucking chicken bakes and pizza in a long time. Mm-hmm. And and they keep the price down low. Uh, Sam's Club, I think they lowered their price of the hot dog, you know, the little... The little food stand. Really? Yeah, I think they lowered their price by like 20 cents or something. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That see that kind of encourages people to go. Like it, it it's it's kind of hard to explain or to like uh, to say, but it almost encourages people to go because they know what they're getting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of mm-hmm. like back in the day. I'm not sure if you're you're. I think you're old enough to remember. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Thrifties back in the day? Uh, what was that? Thrifty. They had their own ice cream in there. Mm-hmm. I remember going in there and. You go in there and you see all that ice cream tubs there, and you got sherbet and and Rocky Road and all these things, and it was always the same price for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's still one store that does it. I think it's fucking Rite Aid. I, mean, I think yeah. Rite Aid has thrifty ice cream inside. Oh, I think so. I, I remember th- if I I vaguely rem- remember. I think they used to dunk. The cones and the chocolate that they used to do that. Uh, I don't know if they did that, but mm-hmm. I know that they had scoops. They they put it on mm-hmm. the cones, mm-hmm. and okay. I, I never eat sherbet anywhere. But they had like orange sherbet. That shit was, was good, good as fuck. Hell yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Orange sherbet, Rocky Road, vanilla, yeah, cookies and cream. That yeah. shit was good, man. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah, I'll t- oh, go ahead. They did do that shit. I'm thinking. Dunking the thing. I, I think they had, oh my God, who was it? Who did that? You might be thinking of McDonald's. 
No, it was another like a like a one of those kind of ice cream spots. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Who was it? I know they will juke. They make it go around and they put it upside down. They dunk in the chocolate in. and then the chocolate would get frozen. Yeah, it will harden. Yeah. 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 Damn it. Who the fuck? It might have been thrifty too. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yeah. I used to always be amazed every time I see them flip it upside down. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, how are they doing that? <laughs> I'm like science, huh? Like, oh my God. Yeah. Look, mom, look what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, I just don't understand, like, I don't know. I don't have no uh, billion dollar business yet. But when I'm thinking about Netflix, I just don't understand at a certain point you have to like move like your competitors. Yeah. Like it, it's just like the NFL, right? You got the NFL is a passing league now and you can't come into the NFL as as a, a an NFL head coach in 2023 thinking that you're going to run the ball 80% of the time and just throw it, you know, a couple times off the play action. Like you got to you got to sling the ball, or you're going to get ran out of the building. So, um for Netflix to come into this thing and they don't really have like most people know that IP is the 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 money maker, right? Yeah. Like people like Black Panther comes out, right? And they know along with Black Panther they're going to sell some toys. They're going to have all the, the whole row of toys uh filled up at Walmart and Target and stuff like that. And then they're going to have like the collaborations like they have like a Cheez-Its Black Panther thing and then they're going to have like the McDonald's meal. And then they might have, you know, some clothes that they sell in at Target and Walmart and all these things that go along with it. Um, but Netflix, on the other hand, they don't really have any intellectual property. No. Nope. They have like movies that they just drop every every so often. Like the latest one that was going pretty crazy is like the you people thing. Um, but there's no like IP attached to it. Like people aren't buying like you people shirts and they're not buying mm. like shirts with the sayings or toys of Jonah Hill or something like that. So yeah. I don't I don't know. I just don't see as a person that is like very interested in the business of making film and TV, I just don't see like what like what their plan is. They don't have any yeah. physical items that they sell and they don't have I any think. intellectual property. So I think just, they could expand it by taking shots at different content. Mm-hmm. Personally, I really genuinely believe that Netflix needs to start a podcasting platform. Mm-hmm. I think that Netflix needs to have podcasting um, as a to- as a literal um, uh, option. They kind of did it with you people, not yeah, literally, but you know, I did kind of at the like very beginning. Sample but size. They need mm-hmm. to do it because you mm-hmm. look at what has happened for Spotify. Spotify is a music platform. Look at all these podcasts that took off from there. Yeah, they got a lot of podcasts. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I podcasts are going everywhere, and I think that this is a good time for Netflix. Hi, Netflix. It's a good time for Netflix to say, yeah. hey, hey, let's try this podcast out. Let's yeah. let's see what these guys are doing. Uh-huh. Can you imagine seeing uh you get a deal with Joe Rogan? That that like if you if you could snag Joe Rogan, which I mean he's got an exclusive deal with Spotify right now, so I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, but there's other podcasters that have huge platforms mm-hmm. that can go to Netflix. You would need like you would need if they really wanted to change the game. You would give who's like a pop who's like I don't know if there's anybody out there like that like. That's a podcaster and a into streamer. like, 
No, not not that, but I'm saying like that makes films and is like also like podcasting. Is there any anybody out there that you could think of that does that? That yeah. makes films or, or is in them or what? Any like in any capacity, like whether fucking Andrew act- Schultz, he's in White Schultz. Man Can't Jump. Yeah, he's in fucking he's in uh, You People. Like yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. Is, and he's in another movie. He's like in three. He's another one coming up too with Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Benchwarmers or something like that. This guy is he's mm-hmm. doing both. So yeah, for, so a guy like that, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know uh, how well he is in terms of like developing content as far as like production or you mm-hmm. know screenwriting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but a guy like Andrew Schultz, right? You give that guy, you know, like a. I want to say like a 360 deal, not right. in terms of like the music, like a bad way, but a 360 mm-hmm. deal in terms of like, yo, this is your world. Like you could play in it, right? Like you could stream your podcast exclusively here. Mm-hmm. You get 10, 15, $20 million a year to make a film. And then you also get, you know, two, $3 million an episode to have your own TV show or produce a TV show. And then Nash like, that's like you know how they're giving like Issa mm-hmm. Rae, yeah, 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 x amount of dollars, Childish Gambino, like yep. eighty million to be on Amazon exclusively. Like that's like that type of deal. But you got, you know, you got so much more content. He, that he comes hasn't from. built that type of acclaim yet, mm-hmm. so he can't, he can't, he can't do it. Yeah, but he he does. His name is getting it's, it's making its rounds. He already mm-hmm. had the special. He has he's he had his uh, infamous is not on Netflix, mm-hmm. but it can be. Yeah, it's not too late. It could be on. It That's, can be, but guy, the I other think, shit was on there too. The other, uh, the 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 like the news thing he was. doing. Yeah, I think that um, maybe. Ooh, Andrew. That's yeah. You got to give a guy. You could do it with Andrew Schultz because he's a comedian. He's a podcaster. He's he's tinkering with like I, I texted I you the other day. Like he's him and Charlemagne. They're thinking about doing like some sort of t- uh, not TV show, but a, a movie like a comedy. Um, so, you know, maybe producing and then acting, um, and then podcast, I don't know if I said podcasting already, but like you got like six, seven different things that he can do. And in the, in the late, I went, I don't know, that show is more like a talk show in a sense, like, you know, a talk show type of vibe. So he could really be on there and have like the Andrew Schultz channel, you mm-hmm. know, and just d- like crazy content out the wazoo. So, yeah, I know that'd mm-hmm. be dope. Yeah. Netflix, you better find a way to rebrand yourself. Or your shit's going to be done. Yeah. Better figure it out. Don't be like Toys R Us. Netflix, the, the last straws when they start doing pornos. Oh, yeah. Like freaking. But they shit going to take off. They do that. The Pornhub section on there. That'd be you like, got to put in like a password to get into that content. It'd be Black History Month porn, too. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if you put if you go to like Pornhub, you put in Black History Month. <laughs> Nothing but just big black asses all over the screen. All right. <laughs> That's crazy. Switching gears, Michael Irvin. Um, recently, Michael Irvin. Hold on one second. One second. Here we go. Recently, Michael Irvin, uh, ex-Cowboy, for, uh, Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Irvin files a $100 million lawsuit, sues misconduct accuser at the Renaissance Motel Hotel. Uh, fi- uh, filed a scathing $100 million lawsuit against a woman who accused the NFL legend of misconduct, alleging he's being railroaded with false accusations that are ruining his career. The lawsuit obtained by TMZ Sports was filed Thursday afternoon after Irvin says the hotel where he was staying 
uh, concocted a plan to turn him into the next victim of cancel culture over something he says never happened. Mm -hmm. Rash and thoughtless actions can have severe consequences. Marriott parent company of Renaissance Hotels apparently apparently did not appreciate these simple truths when in a rush to judgment, its employees and management inaccurately and inflammatorily accused Mr. Irvin of misconduct to the National Football League, uh, the lawsuit reads. This is wild. How do you report somebody to the NFL? How do you have these connections? That is crazy. Anyways, uh, according to the lawsuit, witnesses in the above photo backed Irvin's initial claim that he casually exchanged pleasantries with the employee, Jane Doe, shook her hand and went to his room alone. However, once Irvin and his team became aware of the allegations, they say uh, they attempted to provide witness accounts to the hotel in effort to rectify any misunderstanding. But they say the Renaissance refused to listen. In fact, the lawsuit accuses the hotel manager of reporting the alleged incident to the NFL with the intention of damaging that relationship and canceling Irvin. Levi McCatherine, uh, Michael's attorney, says his client's reputation has not only been damaged, but he's also lost out on money, canceling appearances as a result of false allegations. Irving is seeking an excess of $100 million. Uh, Yep, of course, 56-year-old Irvin was yanked from the NFL Network Super Bowl coverage after the hotel employee complained about Michael's alleged behavior during a brief interaction Sunday night. Here's my issue. So basically, he shook somebody's hand, walked to his room, and then they made this whole story. Yep. Here's my here's my problem with this whole thing. My problem with this whole thing is this: the reason why this is happening, and you're seeing uh, some men get railroaded by this, is not because it's always a Me Too situation. I think that a extreme underreaction to women's issues, such as women being harassed. Um, women being assaulted, women being catcalled, women being disrespected for so many years. And the amount of time that we uh, ignored these women, right, whether it's in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and all those years that women got ignored and, and mistreated, right? Now the flip side of that is a fucking overreaction. You got dudes that could shake a hand or just mind their business. All a woman got to do is say anything and you will lose your fucking job. You will lose your job and they don't they won't think twice because all of these big corporations or conglomerates, they will do anything to keep their nose clean. And they're keeping you off of their network for liability purposes. They could believe that you're completely innocent. But it doesn't matter. They don't even want to take a risk by having you on their network if you have an allegation tied to you. Mm -hmm. So you're guilty before you've done anything. Mm -hmm. I think that's so fucking wrong. Yeah. It's wrong, 100%. Mm -hmm. However, what I'm saying is also very true. I think that a massive underreaction for all these years has caused this to happen. Mm -hmm. It's no different than the issue with the police. All them years of police... Uh, falsely arresting, pulling over, shooting unarmed black people. Now, if uh, if regardless of what happens, it could be something small where I think the officer was being racist or something like that. There is an overreaction, not an overreaction, but there is a, a swift reaction to a lot of these things now. Mm-hmm. Not only because it's being recorded, but so many years of ignoring something like this, you are forced to react to it now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are situations where me and Keith, like, we don't even, we, we don't 
overreact to a situation where there's like a white police officer and a black victim, or not even a black victim. We have to like sit back and watch because that remember that dude we talked about the dude with no legs that had that big ass knife. Mm-hmm. We mentioned like everybody's not worth marching for, mm-hmm. but I don't think that people take the time to look at the nuance of these situations. Mm-hmm. Like with this, with Michael Irvin, no one's looking for nuance. They just want to cancel him. Mm-hmm. They want to cancel him and say that he did something he didn't do. And my thing is, is I can't even really come into his defense, but he had witnesses there. Yeah. But even the witnesses were not legitimate enough for him to get his spot back to do NFL coverage. Yeah. That's the thing that sucks for me. Like you lose out on, you know, being a part of the Super Bowl. <clears throat> he probably at home watching somewhere because somebody, you know, made these false allegations against him. That's and that's okay. the thing. Like, I, it kind of sucks. Like, cause you know, the 49ers, um, who was, it was one of the players, uh, I think one of the defensive linemen, um, they had a domestic violence situation before the NFC championship. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, Charles Amenahu. Yeah. So, th- but they let him play. And, you know, you just kind of let, let the, um, let the situation play out. But, you know, a lot of the, a lot of times due to uh, the, the companies trying not to, uh, I don't know, trying to uphold some standard or, you know, some employee uh, quality control, whatever the case may be, they're like jumping the gun on a lot of these situations. And it's just unfortunate. Like, um, and I think some of these things are like, they're like, uh, very, they're very much influenced by social media. And I think that that, that's the unfortunate part of like, you know, what a lot of, how a lot of these huge corporations and businesses are moving. I would much rather like these things take their course outside of social media. Right. Like, you know, as far as the, the, with the network or whoever was going to allow him to cover the Super Bowl to do their own independent research or maybe interview Michael Irvin and then, you know, do like a, you know, expedited thing and, um, you know, make a decision then versus like going based off of like some he say, she say stuff, especially with events like this, the Super Bowl. He won't get another opportunity to do the Super Bowl until next year. Nope. And who knows what life looks like then? He's a 56 year old man. Like he's not old by any means, but at the same time, he ain't no spring chicken. So. Yeah, it just it just sucks, man. And and it and it happens to uh, you know, far too many people. And I understand like some of these things are real. There are the Harvey Weinsteins of the world and stuff like that, but at the same time like, you know, I think I think we just got to let these situations play out and stop jumping to the gun. You know, same thing with the the whole Tory and Meg situation. Everybody had their opinion about the situation and then when the verdict came out, everybody had to eat crow. So I yep. just think like, you know, let these situations play out. If if Michael Irvin just so happened to do the Super Bowl and then afterwards, you know, something happened to where he ended up, you know, getting sued or getting arrested or ended up going to jail, then so be it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like let like let that like just let things take their course. Like this whole Deshaun Watson shit going on. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna defend it, but imagine if, imagine if this massive story came out. And all these truths started coming out. Mm -hmm. These bombshells start dropping. And everybody that wanted to cancel him kind of had to eat crow later on. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying, what if? Mm -hmm. 
What if there's a whole story we don't know about? That's why I don't jump out the window and be like, this person did this and this person's guilty of this. I can't do that right now. Because then you look so dumb when you you went out in the public and made these statements about somebody else and then comes back that they didn't even do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not okay, man. Mm-hmm. So whoever's trying to fuck over Michael Irvin, man, um, I hope he wins the lawsuit. Yeah, if, some good money right there. Yeah, if, if you know, especially if he's done nothing wrong, there's no mm-hmm. wrongdoing that they can't prove because mm-hmm. they just they ruined his reputation, man. Yeah, nobody's gonna hire him because yeah. NFL Network's not gonna bring him back on there. Yeah, hopefully, when the when the facts come out. Did you see that uh, Jay Z had won like seven hundred fifty million from Bacardi or something like that? Well, he did because he actually. It's not that he won. I think he had them investigated mm-hmm. for he had them. Uh, what do you call that? Um, he checked the accounting. Mm-hmm. He filed a lawsuit, though. He filed a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. But I think that in order for them, because I listened to a podcast, they were talking about that, too. Mm-hmm. It said probably a way for them to uh, avoid that lawsuit was come up off that fucking money. Yeah, that's good money, man. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah, seven fifty. Seven fifty. Sheesh. Shit. Yeah. yeah and Jay- he already a billionaire. That just Jay Z was up like the ante. If you don't want no more problems, you're going to have to pay me my money. <laughs> and he's like, um, Mr. J, just hear me out. Yeah. I don't hear nothing. Yeah. I don't want to hear nothing. That's the, that's the crazy part. Like, I think I think it was Russ that was saying, like, man, sometimes you got you to gotta audit these companies because, mm-hmm. you know, he's talking about music. But I could only imagine, like, you know, being part owner and the, the other side handling the accountant and you just mm-hmm. – or the accounting and you just kind of reaping the benefits of – of uh, you know, investing in the company early yeah. on, and then you look at the the finances, and you're like, "Yo, like, where is my?" Because if you money? got a financial advisor that's literally writing up a a whole spreadsheet and everything, they're entering these. Uh, yeah, they're entering all of these things into the accounting. Yeah, and it'd be like you know, a fee for laundry, fee for this, fee for whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem with it is, is they're creating these fees for things and they're inflating the prices of these things and they're mm-hmm. cutting off a percentage Damn. of all this. So by the end of the year, they probably getting like 130 to 275000 extra dollars from skimping you. But because you don't have the knowledge to read your accounting or check your accounting yourself, that's the problem. Um, personally, if I had a hundred million dollars tomorrow, I would not be looking for somebody to help me manage it. I'm sorry. I think that that's tough because there's so many stories about people, uh, getting like, you same book, you know, his yeah, money fucked. was in a savings account or something like that. And it just wiped completely wiped out, leaving him with a few thousand dollars or something. Um, the fat Joes of the world, not getting his taxes paid mm-hmm. and all the, all these situations. I think that, eh, I don't know, it's, it's a tough situation. I, I do know that um, whatever, whether you got a person managing your accounts or a person that's, um, or you managing it yourself, the biggest thing that you want to do is make sure you know what's going on. Fuck yeah. Um, I think Kevin Hart was talking about it when he, I think he had hired a, a new accountant or something to manage his money and the person was like so like forthcoming with all the the information that he was like yo like he was like I think he was saying like hey you want to check this or something like that and Kevin Hart was like no you good like I trust you and he was like no like look at this yeah you know? right right yeah. right right I remember right. he said something like that in one of his interviews but 
um, I don't I think in just in in like anything. I know people are not like on that level, but um, you know, just like middle class people, they say like every Sunday I go over my go over the accounting with the wife, like making sure mm-hmm. like all the um, the I's are dotted and the T's are yep. crossed. What I would do and, and and what I would honestly do, especially when I come across a gang of money, the person I would hire as my full time accountant is my aunt. Mm-hmm. And here's why. She's known me my whole life. She's never tried to take anything and take advantage of me mm-hmm. in any way. Um, she's good with her own finances. And mm-hmm. I would be like, hey, um, this is your salary here. And she would see everything coming in or out. Mm-hmm. And she would push back on me. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, hey, uh, you know that there's a $175,000 charge on here? Oh, I just got a car. I'd be like, uh, well, Eddie, uh, you sure you you might want to take that back? Because mm-hmm. you ain't had $175,000 hit for about seven months. Mm-hmm. So you might want to take that car back. Like, she would push back on me if yeah. I wanted it. You know what I mean? That's dope. Yeah. yeah. So I think that you want somebody in that you have a continuity with. Yeah. You know, kind of like this podcast with you. I've known you for so long that we mm-hmm. just do it. And mm-hmm. it just we're just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. But we've built up so many years of, you know, continuity and respect mm-hmm. for one another that we can trust each other to show up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the issue with athletes and these people is they're relying on strangers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you have a background in finances. You're a fucking stranger to me, dude. I don't know you. Yeah. You can tell me all these sweet nothings in my ear about what you want to do for me financially. Yeah. But you're going to smile in my face anyways because you know I got bread. Yeah. That's that's all it is. It's no I, diff- would, I would be curious to know like from the the guys, like the ones that's really out here, the Jay Z's, the Kevin Hart's, the uh, you know Dwayne Johnsons of the world, like what, what advice or what, you know, what does uh, what goes into their hiring process to for people managing their money, and what do they do to what are like what are they checks and balances? You know, are they making sure they're you know reviewing things every month or something like that, or you know, I don't know. It's just interesting to see. It's crazy too because that's probably single-handedly the reason why the uh Joe Budden podcast broke up. You know, it was mm. all, you know, I think there was some personal issues in there, but it was all just uh it was a money thing, you know? Like where where is this money going? We should be having this much money. We are owed this much money and, you know, we don't think we got it. So I don't know. I think I don't know. I think it's just important to be be on your P's and Q's. I know even for me now like with my personal uh, or my business bank account, which is pretty much my personal bank account, I uh, I pretty much monitor every transaction. So it's not many days that go by where I don't know the exact number. Like I, I have a thing set up to where it sends me a notification of the number of uh, the amount in my account. Because sometimes you can go, you can go like two weeks without knowing the the how much money you got in your account. Yeah, you got you know, check my and shit then every it's. Day. Yeah, and then it's a huge transaction or a huge, um, you know, it might be an insurance hit or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and and you like, dang dog, like you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know this was coming out. Then you down to like your last fifty dollars or something. So yeah, that's not a, it's not a good feeling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's why for me, I just you know, I don't know, man. You 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 have to check on this stuff all the time. You'll be. You know, you can't be making ill-advised purchases. There, there are times, literally just the other day, I swear to God, no lie, my broom at the house, it fucking snapped, mm-hmm. right? So I was sweeping some shit up. I was like, God damn it. So I was like, you know me, get another broom. 
I went to the store. I went to, I think, I forgot where it was, Vons or something. Man, I went to get a broom, man. That shit was $23. God damn. I put that shit back. I just swept the house with that broken broom? No, no, I was about to do that. Mm -hmm. I swear, bro. What I ended up doing, it was going to, uh, I went to the Dollar Tree. Mm -hmm. I said, it's got to be a broom in this motherfucker. So I get there to Dollar Tree, and they got the broom part at the bottom, but they ain't got the stick. It's separate? Yeah, the the stick was separate. So they ain't got no sticks to go with the goddamn broom. So you know what I did? What you do? I bought a mop, right? But then I unscrewed the bottom part off (laughs) and put the fucking broom on there. That's crazy. Yeah, but it only cost me a couple dollars. And I rather, and, and even though I had the money, I'm just like, I'm not fucking buying a $23 broom. That's the way I look at stuff now. Like, I look at stuff now, um, like, I would literally say, like, yo, I'm not spending my money on that. Like, no, I was talking to my girl, and I was like, uh, I'll say something that I want, like, just in conversation, like, yo, I want some new J's or something like that. And then she'd be like, well, why don't you buy them? I'm like, because I'm not spending my money on that. No. And she'd be like, well, I, I like to treat myself. I think you should treat yourself. And I'm like... I'm good. Like, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't, I've had a run of buying all the shoes. I but, remember that shit. You know, it, it, it's, con- it's just conversation. It's not me like really saying like I'm literally going to buy these things. But, you know, if I, if I, maybe if I was, you know, if we got a huge Netflix deal or something like that for the whole podcasting thing, like, and we got a, a crazy check, I might, I might splurge a little bit, like go buy, you know, some clothes or something like that just mm-hmm. to, you know, make the podcast look more presentable but yeah at the same time it's like i you you buy um that you just want to be mindful of uh just you just want to be like conscious of your purchases Mm -hmm. and it's it can easily easily get out of hand just like you were saying you know with with your aunt and the way she might be the hypothetical situation where she managing your money you spend one hundred and seventy five thousand on a car or something like that and you ain't really had no money flowing in in mm-hmm. X amount of months. Because, you know, we've on. we've all been in situations where, like, you know, like, damn, we go get some shoes, mm-hmm. some T-shirts, and some pants, and we we only got 500 in our account, and we done spent $300. Yeah, that's so. stupid. It's just like, why? It's compulsion. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a compulsive buy. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. That's mm-hmm. like you, you have to be a better manager of your money because mm-hmm. ultimately, and I'm not no financial whiz by any, by any means. But you know how much shit I don't buy that I think about? And I'm like, I don't need that. Yeah. I know you'd be saying, like, you'll keep something in your Amazon thing for a couple of days and yeah. then double back and see if you really needed it. I think that's a good tip. I think I kind of created, like, a good tip for people. Mm-hmm. If you really want to know if you need something, then just put it on your cart, right? Mm-hmm. Put it on your cart on Amazon and uh, leave it there for a few days. And you'll you'll see how much you don't fucking need it. Yeah, yeah. One, well, I think one one of the habits that I got like uh, is like I have a credit card and um, I'm trying to pay it down right now because my my utilization rate is pretty high. But um, sometimes we have a, a habit of like, oh, I know I'm getting money next week. Mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna get like five hundred dollars, six hundred, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. But you like, I technically got it now because I got it on my credit card. Mm-hmm. But when I, um, you know, when I get the money, I'll just pay it off. Yeah. But when you get the money, you don't pay it off because you like, man, you spend it on something else. So you just put it in your savings account and then it 
mm-hmm. just sit there. That's how debt collects, though. Yeah, That's exactly. Bad. So you know, it's better to just spend the money when you actually have it. Like, in, you know. Yeah, me, I don't like spending certain money until I get more money. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, first of all, nobody is rich, and none of our jobs are getting us rich. Even if you make decent money, yeah, you still have to be mindful. So it's like, let's say, let's say I've got thirty seven hundred dollars in my savings, right, and something's going to cost me like twelve hundred dollars, but I don't get paid for another two weeks. I don't want to spend twelve hundred dollars on that item because I technically don't have enough money. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I need to go into my personal savings, take out twelve hundred dollars, get that and then wait to get paid. What if I have other expenses pop up? Mm -hmm. I'd rather wait till you get the other money to fucking do that shit. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just me. Mm -hmm. motherfuckers be buying rims and shit tires yeah it's like uh uh-uh fuck that that's Mm -hmm. that ain't even yeah yeah it's just a bad 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 habits man and i and i see it like i think and and i and i'm only speaking from experience so if i'm ever saying anything to anybody about you know what they should do with their money it's like because i've done you know had a few thousand dollars and i done spent it on something that i thought was like a good investment and it wasn't and then you know all of a sudden, you're like, dang, nigga, where did all this money go? And then you just start looking back at your transactions. You're like, dang, I spent that on that and that on that. And yeah, it's you just crazy. want, at the end of the day, you want more going coming in than going out. That's that's the biggest Big thing. Big facts. Mm-hmm. You want to stick it in more and then pull it out later. Yeah, like ASAP, Rocky. Yep. Man, this nigga ASAP got her pregnant quick. Double, he doubled back. Man, as soon as, no time. soon as she had the baby, that nigga was on the pussy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> man. Yeah. That's crazy. Shout out to them, though, man. Rihanna is pregnant. Yeah. She's trying to hide it, too, with the little red suit on or whatever she had on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up after this. Um, switching gears. Brett Favre. Uh, Brett Favre is suing Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp. All right. Brett Favre suing Shannon Sharp, Pat McAfee, claiming defamation over Mississippi welfare scandal per report. Longtime NFL star Brett Favre has been accused of extensive wrongdoing by the Mississippi Department of Human Resources. Now the quarterback is accusing two fellow former NFL players of defaming him in relation to the alleged misdeeds. Uh, three, you did steal it, you fucking asshole. Three months after the State Department sued Far for alleged role in misspending welfare money, the Hall of Famer has filled defamation lawsuits against Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp. The suits filed Thursday alleged that McAfee and Sharp used their media to further false, uh, further false accusations and implications regarding Far, who has denied that he deliberately used money designated to for Mississippi's poor population for his own purposes. McAfee hosts the Mac, Pat McAfee show while Sharp co-hosts a Fox Sports 1 talk show. Favre's lawsuit also accuses Shad White, Mississippi State Auditor of De- Defamations per this motherfucker suing everybody. Mm-hmm. All three of Favre's targets used their platforms to ruin the quarterback's good name, end quote. The suit reportedly argues White has previously alleged that Favre requested the Mississippi Department of Human Resources allocate money from its welfare fund uh, to construct a new indoor practice facility for the University of Southern Mississippi um, football team. Uh, White has also accused Favre of of desiring to use welfare money for a volleyball arena at the university where his daughter Braley was playing. Okay, Um, here's my issue ultimately. Um, Brett Favre, you fucking piece of shit. Okay, in huh. in the poor state 
in the United States, your sorry ass went and stole money from poor people, and now your whack ass, garbage ass representation wants to go after people who just were putting out the news. Mm-hmm. If you didn't steal money from poor people, you wouldn't have to be your def- your the defamation is on your hands, buddy. Mm-hmm. You're defaming your own character by going so low to take money from the poorest state in the United States. Yeah. Did you know that like over 80%, almost 90% of people in that state that apply for government aid get nothing? Did you know that? Mm-mm. They get nothing. These are that. poor people. Mm-hmm. So you have to be the bottom of the bottom to qualify. And Brett Favre stole that money. Well, even in like California, you know, you can't, you can't. You got to be like dang near homeless to really get mm-hmm. any sort of like welfare or food right. stamps. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, man, I mean, you're a millionaire. And see, you know, the funny thing, too, is this is what I've noticed. There are a lot of things that exist on the left and the right. But on the right, you hear a lot of people on the right say these people living off the government, they need to get jobs. They need to do this. They need to do that. So the same people with that ideology. Right will steal from those same poor people that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Think about how lopsided that is. Yeah, The fact that you stand, you're so high on the hog that you will sit up there and say, oh, these people just stealing money, they're lazy. I bet you his rationale or his rationalization of this situation was, well, they're fucking losers anyway. I'm going to tell you. Who, I, I might as well use the money for something good. Mm-hmm. These sorry motherfuckers just want to steal. And it's like, first of all, every person on welfare or government assistance is not a bum and they're not stealing. You mm-hmm. want to know why I know that? Because I grew up on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not some bum-ass motherfucker. I'm a hard-working, blue-collar guy. Mm-hmm. Okay? I work hard for my money. I'm not stealing from nobody. I'm not hurting nobody. But I grew up on food stamps. Mm-hmm. And there was times if I didn't have food stamps, I'm blessed that I had them when I was a kid because it fed me. Mm-hmm. But a motherfucker like Brett Favre was taking money out of a kid like me's mouth. I have a fucking problem with that. Yeah. I have a serious problem with that. And the fact that he would go as low as to go after Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee for only reporting what your sorry ass did. How dare you, man? How yeah. fuck how fucking dare you? Yeah. I think this is like a like a Hail Mary attempt to save face. Like I just don't understand I'm trying to recoup that money he stole. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't understand the uh the logic behind like suing somebody for reporting like another news. Like, you know, this was a this was a huge story. And it yeah. and it wasn't only Shannon Sharp and, and uh Pat McAfee. I mean, you know, Skip Bayless was, you know, also saying um things about his uh Brett Favre and how he kind of fell out of the graces of, you know, fans in the NFL when he started doing, you know, certain things in the NFL. Uh, why he was playing on the tail end of his career. So I don't understand, like, why those two people specifically, but maybe they're just, like, the loudest voices or something. I, I don't know. But at the end of the day, like, what what's done is done. I think, you know, what would be better for Brett Favre is to just clean up his act, like, just come forth and just be honest. I think, I think that a lot of times, like uh, – a lot of times, like honesty, gets you so much further um, than trying to cover up like the lie for the rest of your life. Like for Brett Favre, if Brett Favre goes on and on and on, he ends up um, passing away, and you know, 
the news, you know how it is when people pass away. Like, you know, Brett Favre, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, um, just passed away. And then there's always, like, this stain or this asterisk next to, like, these type of people right. because they because they were doing, like, illegal things or they got away with, you know, certain things that in, in, in their career that um, – that um, they just never really, uh, I guess there's no justice for, right? But I think that the people that really come out and just like, and just keep it real, like if I was Brett Favre, like, yeah, like, you know, I wanted to get um, my daughter a new facility. I wanted to get, you know, more facilities at uh, Southern uh, Southern Mississippi. And I was using the welfare money. And now that I, you know, now that I, you understand I've talked to the people in the community and I understand that that was wrong and I'll, and I'll never do it again. Then you open up a foundation, you know, the Brett Favre foundation where you give back to, to the community. Right. But he's the type of nigga that is just keep going on with the lie. Yeah. He's a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. Made, he made a lot of money in his NFL career. Yeah. But he's, he, he looks so, he, he frowns down on people so much while being lower than them. And all these politicians were in trouble. Mm-hmm. For this shit, Nancy knew, which was one of them. She's doing legitimate time for her role she played, right? Thing with Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is is um, there's a thing that it that I seen and it talked about like he said. Now, which organization is this? The NBA or NFL? And they start naming down all these charges, right? Oh, I seen that. Uh, I didn't finish watching the video, but I seen that. Yeah, it says um, you know. Uh, failure to to do this, arrest, um, DUI, um, uh, 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 a physical assault, all these things. They named all these lists. And he says, is it NFL or NBA? And somebody was like, NFL. And he's like, it's neither. This is uh, this is like the United States Congress or some shit like that. Oh, damn. And I was like, God damn. That's wild. It was, it was some type of political. All of them mm-hmm. had political affiliations. I won't say it was Congress. Yeah. But there was all of them had political affiliations. So these are politicians mm-hmm. that don't know how to conduct themselves. Yeah. Right? And it just proves that these people are in cahoots of people like Brett Favre. Yeah. And they can influence things. And, and our government is influenced by so much shit. Yeah. You know what's crazy, too, is at the game, this is how you know rich people don't give a fuck about nothing. They don't really have real... Um, uh, like affiliations with all this stuff. Like Rupert Murdoch, who I believe is who's the head honcho at Fox, right? He was sitting next to Elon Musk and somebody else. I don't even think they gave a fuck about the game. They probably didn't give a fuck. They just knew it was a massive event. They probably used it as a a a, a, a time to have a business meeting. <laughs> these guys, so many people don't give a fuck at all. I I don't know if Elon Musk likes basketball or football, but yeah, yeah. he was there. He could afford the seats, so yeah, yeah, he could afford them. Or wait, this is what you got to understand, Keith. When you're that rich, you pay for nothing. Yeah. You think they made LeBron pay for the motherfucking seats in there? I don't know, yeah, but he, it's it's a lot of celebrities, so somebody got to pay. Yeah, but those are so very they, expensive seats. Yeah, they're very expensive, but mm-hmm. you know they probably paid or they probably didn't. A lot of those, yeah. uh, you got to understand. A lot of the, it, these people that come to these games, a lot of this shit is invites. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these, uh, like a lot of artists and shit will tell you, like, you just get free shit for free. They just invite you. You hardly but, pay for anything when you're a celebrity. But they, so uh, what's the name was talking about um, Parks on the Joe Budden podcast. He was talking about the Grammys, right? Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how when you the the top 1% artists, you know, like the Ariana Grande's mm-hmm. and the Beyonce's and the Adele's and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
you get catered, you know, a certain way. Mm -hmm. Like everybody in there is Grammy nominated, mm -hmm. but if you're the fifth person on the, the best R&B albums list, you're not getting treated like Beyonce no, or Adele. No. Um, so basically what Parks was saying, he was like, I bought my tickets. <laughs> you, mm. you get nominated, but you buy your tickets to the thing. So, you know, to what you're saying, it might be, I think they might give out a handful of free tickets, but Brian some of them people paying. is some of them people is paying for them tickets. I don't think Brian and his wife playing paying. Ain't no way. I don't know. Man. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I don't got too much more to say about this, man. Yeah. It's getting late. Me and Keith ate a lot of food, man. And we had to come back in here, man. We, originally we done some content prior to uh doing this. Yeah. But now that uh, I'm thinking about it, I was thinking about it. I don't know. If that was plugged up during the first interview, no way. So I don't. I gotta see. I gotta check and see if. Are that you happened. fucking serious? Yeah, I gotta see. Because I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. That's know. not good, man. Yeah, that's not good. That's like, that's just borderline careless, Keith. God damn it. Yeah. Well, this happens. All My we got is just... audio. So, but yeah. Either way, <laughs> um, it looks like we made it to the end of this, man. We appreciate you guys. Um, if there was any any um, lagging here, it was probably because uh, me and Keith are in a food coma while trying mm -hmm. to also create content. Mm -hmm. So we apologize for that. Mm -hmm. But like I said, if you made it to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K. Thanks. Right here. Peace.